Tia here. So today we're going to talk about crossovers. But first, I have to bring attention to a few things that happened within the past few weeks. The first thing, unfortunately, is sad, and I'm sure everyone knows about it by now, um, Chadwick Boseman's death. It was on August 28th due to colon cancer, and he was diagnosed with stage 3 in 2016. What that means is he starred in Marshall, Avengers Infinity War, Black Panther, 21 Bridges, Avengers Endgame, and the five bloods while fighting the disease that is cancer. This goes without saying, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Bozeman was a strong individual and he did not allow cancer to define him. I was on Facebook the other day and I came across a post that was titled Five Life Principles Chadwick Teaches Us and I thought I should share it with you guys today. So number one was everyone doesn't deserve backstage access to your life, meaning not everyone needs to know what is happening in your life. It's your life, so live it. Number two, We all hurt sometimes, even superheroes. Number three, the real testament of a superhero is not who they are on the outside, to the outside world, but who you have been to your family at home. Your family always deserves the superhero in you before the world has access to you. Number four, love people in such a way they don't even notice that you are, let's say, overworking yourself. Number five, keep your private life private and only make it public to the people who have proven themselves to you. With that, I just want to say Know your worth and be the best you can be because only you can be the best you can be. Ice Cream by Selena Gomez in Blackpink has been played on my devices so many times I know all the words now. I'm officially a blank. My favorite song by Blackpink has to be How You Like That and Boombaya. Since we are on the topic of Selena, I just have to mention the series that'll be out this October and I'm talking about Selena Quintanina Perez or as I like to call her, the original Selena.
While we're on this topic, we might as well talk about the show that'll be blowing up Nick Jr. come September 13th at 11 a.m. It will have a mostly black cast. Mom and dad will be together. Dad will have locks. Mom will be natural. And the star of the show, Maddie, will be a fashion designer at the age of eight. I don't know about y'all, but I'll be watching it. Words cannot describe how obsessed I am with BTS. I'm your hope. You're my hope. I'm (laughs) J-Hope. I have to say, V is beautiful. I hope he knows that. Listen to their latest song, Dynamite. I already played it like 20 times. I definitely think Bruno Mars should collaborate with them on a song. I don't know what song, but I'm pretty sure they can think of one. Another K-pop group I've also been obsessed with is Everglow. You should check them out. Lastly, don't forget to watch Marshmallow in Demi's music video on her new song, It's Okay Not To Be Okay. Now that I'm done fangirling and the long intro is over, let's get into the actual episode. My idea for this episode was experimenting with different shows and movies and imagining how it would be if they collided. The first crossover I'm sure everyone has heard or read before on my blog is the one based on Zoe 101 and Drake and Josh. These shows played back in the 2000s and they were running during the same time. Drake and Josh um, started in 2004, um, and Zoe 101 followed behind them in 2005. It's surprising they never did a crossover. After all, it was created by the same guy. Anyways, here's my version of what I would envision would happen during this crossover. So, if Zoe 101 and Drake and Josh did a crossover, if I was able to think of an episode for this crossover, I would have Josh get the opportunity to go to Pacific Coast Academy. But Drake somehow gets to go too, because he's Drake. Quinn gets to be their tour guide, but Lola and Zoe interrupts her because they need one of her science experiments for something. Drake walks off to talk to girls, and that's when he meets Logan. Logan gets jealous because Drake can pick up girls better than him, and Drake helps him. Quinn takes Josh to the guide dorms and tells him to walk around there until she returns. As Josh is walking the halls, he passes by Chase and Michael's room where they are playing a new illegal game that Logan had shipped to his room. 
He doesn't know they opened the package, so they're just trying to play it as much as they can before Logan gets back. Josh decides to knock on the door because he couldn't find his room for the night. He notices what game they're playing. He asks them questions or whatever and ends up joining them. Megan finds her way there without her brothers knowing and Dustin ends up having a crush on her. Dustin finds Logan for advice where he is sitting with Drake in the lodge and Drake ends up helping him without knowing it was his sister. Drake follows Logan back to his room to hang out and that's when he sees Josh, Michael, and Chase still glued to the game and Logan gets mad at them of course. Megan wanders the girls' dorm and ends up finding Zoe's room, where the experiment is sitting in the center of the room with the door open. She walks in and Quinn catches her and they talk about Quinnvention. And Megan gets an idea on how to get back at her brothers for leaving her home instead of taking her with them. The next day, all of them are hanging out. Zoe, Quinn, Michael, Lola, Chase, Josh, Drake, and Logan. Megan is hiding somewhere to blast the experiment on her brothers to embarrass them in public. But Dustin shows up and Megan accidentally panics and blasts Coco, who falls on Stacy. Drake and Josh both say, Megan, when everyone else thinks it's a freak accident. Coco and Stacy go to the hospital, and that's when it's open mic night. They all go to it, and Josh tells Drake to go up there and sing, and they jam out to It's Time for Drake and Josh and Megan to leave. Then all of them say goodbye, and that's when Dustin gives Megan flowers, Drake notices, and they all exchange contacts, and that's... I know I didn't include Mark Figlo, but I just couldn't seem to match his personality with Josh or Drake. Let me know if you think an altered version... I would love to hear it. Here's another crossover that I think would have been a great idea for the 2000s as well. Um, that's a Raven and Liz McGuire. They both were airing during the same time, but Lizzie McGuire did come first in 2001 with um, That's a Raven following right behind her as 2003. Um, here's a version of what I envision would have happened with the crossover if Liz McGuire had one more season. If this was the case, they would have been around the same age. Lizzie would still be 14. 
um, in eighth grade, and Raven would be 15 in ninth grade. I feel like they would meet in a hotel while both families are on vacation. On this vacation, Lizzie and Raven would meet at the gift shop just to get away from their families. Corey is away trying to fool people to make money while Matthew is in the hotel room trying to find a way to embarrass his sister, Lizzie. Both parents are at a couple's spa and bond talking about their children. While Lizzie is on the phone with Miranda and Raven's on the phone with Chelsea, they both see a guy that walks in. They end up going up to him at the same time and start arguing right in front of the guy. The guy says that he has a girlfriend and then he just walks away from them. In the meantime, Matthew walks into the lobby and notices Corey's business and wants to get in on it and they become business partners. Lizzie and Raven become friends and decide to walk back to the lobby together. Then that's when they see both of their friends sitting with each other, Chelsea, Miranda, Gordo, and Eddie. They all decide to hang out. What you didn't know was Corey and Matthew made a deal that if Matthew helped Corey out, Corey was going to help Matthew out. Raven gets a vision that the mud pool was going to explode on her parents and Lizzie's parents. It was time for a disguise and Lizzie and her friends joined in. Raven didn't tell Lizzie and her friends that she was psychic, but she did tell them she had a feeling something bad was going to happen and they needed to stop it. Meanwhile, Matthew showed Corey his stink bomb and Corey and Matthew walked around the hotel planning for their prank for Lizzie. They end up at the spa and that's when Chelsea, disguised like a nail tech, bumped into Matthew with the cart causing the bomb to fly in the air. All of the kids watched in slow motion as the bomb made its way to the mud pool. While Victor Baxter and Sam McGuire talked about how to cook the perfect steak, Mrs. McGuire spoke to Miss Baxter about going back to school herself. The mud exploded on everyone and they were all covered in mud. Both parents finally met each other's kids and they were both banned from the hotel and had to go home. All of them just said their goodbyes. If you want an actual script, I can make one. 
let me know if you would have taken a different route to the crossovers. You should notice by now that I deleted the first episode I made, and that was because I didn't feel like it was likable because I didn't really like myself. As a redo, in a sense, I would like to revisit and basically paraphrase what I discussed in that episode. My main focus was health and wellness. I talked about making sure you are getting the nutrients that your body needs, including water, because we need that to be consumed every day in order for our bodies to function properly. I know it's hard, but fitness is another aspect that shouldn't be taken lightly. I'm not saying you have to do a full-on workout, but I am saying that you need to at least walk or do some kind of physical activity to get your body moving. Mentally, you have to exercise your mind if you're not doing it through school. Read when you can and learn more than what is given to you. Lastly, I suggest that you have an open mind and reach out to people you haven't spoken to in a while. We are still in a pandemic and this time is still a great avenue to allow progression in your life. I spoke about Noah's Ark and how that was related to us in quarantine. This was earlier in the pandemic, so it was when things were closed. Now that things are open, I'm asking that everyone still take this time seriously. No one is immune to COVID-19, even if you already got it. Don't be selfish. Remember, other people are on this earth, too. Thanks for listening to my podcast. I hope you enjoyed it because I enjoyed making it. Please don't forget to follow, add, subscribe to catch the next one. Stay blessed and remember to be the best you can be. Until next time, have a nice one.